Are you ready? Can't crush us. It don't really get no better than this. The podcast that you're looking for. If you're really heavy in the wrestling, hosted by the mark. Energy that's so amazing. Gotta keep it entertaining. Rep the can crush a nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom, bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Gotta shout out to the Miz and Duke the Dumpster. We choke slamming everybody. Power driving, hit them with a face buster. Yeah, yeah. This the show you need an and it ain't no need for waiting. Mark, hold it down for the can crush a nation. All about wrestling and keep it entertaining. Can crushers wrestling podcast. Time to break them. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Let's go. This is Shalonse Royal. And if you're not listening to Can Crushers, like, what are you doing? You need to listen. You have to listen. <laughs> what was that? I set you up perfectly and your cockles just dropped. I thought it went well. It was better than before. Listen, when I joined this call the first time, it was, hello. It was. making it. It was, it's getting better. It was. Your cockles sound good. And I just you wanted just, to see how your cockles you, were. I just dropped out. You oh. just dropped out just to Three, put two, me on one, blast. I pointed at you and you just went. Dropped out to put me on blast. How rude. Yeah, welcome to Can Crushers Wrestling uh, Podcast, everybody. It is a great week. Mark the Mark alongside Sir Michael Jenks, the one only Sir Michael Jenks. Oh. What a week. Uh, it's been a week, hasn't it? Indeed it has. Indeed, 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 indeed. Oh, my God. A lot going on in wrestling this week, and we'll get there. Yeah. All we share our personal lives, from the good, the bad, to the ugly. That was Tombstone, by the way. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. Yeah, good, the bad, the ugly. That was my father's favorite Western when I was growing up. He always watched good, the bad, the ugly. And, yeah, that was it. And then I think McClintock was his other one. That was his go-to one. But What was that? McClintock, I think. It's with John Wayne. But it's more of a comedy kind of cowboy movie, I think, for the most part. But he loved The Good, Bad, The Ugly with a passion. Yeah, but. The Good, Bad, The Ugly was great. I agree. Wow. We're, this is a you path got, we should not take because we do not know much about this. Listen, <laughs> so... It's either video games and now apparently cowboy movies. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Giddy up and ride. So you brought it up, so this is where I'm going to be pissed off right now. <laughs> and then we'll roll back around. <laughs> Effing video games. Oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> I went from not going, not getting WWE because AEW is supposed to be out. Well, that dropped the ball. WWE comes out the weekend of my birthday, um, and it has fucking war games. And by the way, the whole John Cena package, the showcase, I'm not one to usually play showcases. I have something in my eye, by the way. Oh, you're good. Go for it. (laughs) Um, I'm not one to usually play showcases. The John Cena one looks amazing. Does. Fuck. So I have to get that. So what am I going to do? I'm going to give up. I'm going to listen. Baseball hasn't changed in 30 years. I'm going to give up baseball. Not getting it this year. 
Wednesday it drops because Tuesday Jazz Chisholm or Chisholm or whatever Chism, is named Chism. as the uh, whatever the the showcase the what do they call it the cover player the cover player yeah it's a cover athlete yeah thank you athlete is the word fuck Mark your words the cover athlete and it, it listen it looks like a cool cover this that and the other thing but I'm like yeah that definitely doesn't do it for me I'm good I don't need baseball I'm all right I have a hell of a league going put. I'm good. The next fucking day, it's announced Captain's Edition, Derek Jeter, one of my all time favorite. They might as well have said Manny Ramirez was going to be on it. <laughs> so I call, I call my cousin. He's like, Yeah, I saw that. He's like, I wasn't getting it this year either, but now I've already pre ordered. And you can't pre order until next week. Right. But this is the first one that Jeter's going to be in. I, I love Jeter. I respect everything about it. Hate me, whatever. I've always been like a number one Jeter fan. So I got two games coming in March. <laughs> then I'll play one for a week and a half, and then I'll go to baseball. Yep. And then AEW will drop in April, and then I'll be like, what the fuck? And then the Masters, by the way, I, I did wait. We talked about the whole the golf thing. I definitely dug more into it. Yeah, the EA one is definitely the one you want to hold out for. You definitely yeah. want. So that's like, so in a month, I'm buying like five video games. Stupid. <laughs> Indeed stupid. Uh, it, you know, good thing you have that tax refund coming. Indeed, you're filing your taxes and you get that tax refund coming. Because it sure as shit is going towards video games and, you know, whatever else you can conjure up in the next month and a half to go along with those. Now, let's get it straight. You're only buying the standard editions, right? Or are you well, going all I out? I don't know because it says Captain's Edition. You have to imagine. Well, for wrestling, yes. Wrestling, yeah. yes. The golf one, yes. But... It's called the Captain's Edition. Like, so that's saying that Jeter's in the game, right? Because, yeah. listen, I don't buy anything. I don't. I don't need a physical copy. I don't need the the oversized hat that with the flat grip <laughs> that I'm never gonna wear that says. You don't want those. I don't want that. <laughs> I I don't need a box that has cover art that's just gonna get dirty in here. I would it, so you would just think that Jeter's in the game because it's called Captain's Edition, right? Right. So he's going to be a legend sometime in the game. If they don't make it day one, and he's a DLC that comes at like All Star break, man, will I be pissed? Well, it'll be you know that's just how it will be operates anyway. So. <laughs> Watch it now, Yankee fans. They'll black you out of Jeter, just like they black out games in your market. So, I know. Speaking of which, I wanted to bring this up because I know oh! you just got it, and I want to get this out. Motherfuckers! Right. I think today's episode is poking the bear. <laughs> so, <laughs> indeed, we'll talk wrestling, but indeed, Mark is mad. Indeed, I'm poking the bear. <laughs> So this was half the reason why I got YouTube TV because it had the MLB network. Yeah. 
comparative to some of the other ones that are streaming. I'm like, oh, yeah, boom. YouTube TV, MLB Network, Game Show Network, essentially Mark and Kelly are fine. Fucking get an email. Hey, YouTube subscribers. Uh, we can't come to terms with the MLB Network anymore. Today's your last day that you're going to have it. What? Now, listen, we got a month and a half before baseball really comes about. Yeah. Even spring training games. We're, we're okay. Come to an agreement. Let's see. Listen, it's streaming service. I I cut the cable. I, I won't be scared to jump to something else. Oh, yeah. real quick. Yeah. What I will say but is. That's what you're poking the bear about, you asshole. That's what I was because I saw that come up. Um, <laughs> well, the tweet that I saw. So let's let's I'll, let me answer this. So when I had YouTube TV, they were pretty quick about getting these contract things. So if anything expired, it was usually within a week. Now, I'm not saying that might be the case here because there's two stubborn parties working out here, Google and MLB. But, you know, they got a deal done with ESPN pretty quickly when that happened to me about ESPN. So it wasn't too bad. So you don't lose a lot on that. So you might be okay there. The tweet that made me laugh because I saw this and then I saw the tweet come out. Uh, it was MLB Network removed from YouTube TV, MLB blocking out games in your area. And then it was just MLB, and it was in quotes, goes, why don't we have fans? Yeah. This would be why, because you're blocking, you're, you're, you're playing block games, your you're fucking around, and we're you're finding out. My heart. Exactly. You're taking away the product from people that, A, might not be, aren't with it. Let's, if you're in a blackout area, there's a possibility you could be. 100 miles, 200 miles, 300 miles away from a stadium, you can't go to a game every night. There's just no way. Right here. Exactly. I'm so, blacked out yeah. of Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Yeah. Both three hours of ballparking. Listen, You're right. both three hours away. So yeah. when Detroit plays Cleveland, which is 27 and a half million times, it seems like, Every year, I don't get a Detroit game because they're blocked out. And then the six times that Detroit plays Pittsburgh, which is what would we get it on Pittsburgh Network, but on MLB Network, we wouldn't get it. Yeah. So yeah. you taking away the product from people that can't get to a stadium. Why? Right. How are you this confused on how you're not getting the viewership? You're losing fans you're losing everybody it's because you cannot stay in touch with the needs you're playing the money game you're being greedy and you're blacking out to try to get people in the ballpark give them access to the games and that should grow your revenue because it's marketing it's marketing 101 whether you like it or not it's marketing 101 give the games away on tv that they pay for and then you'll be fine yeah they know that i'm so it it asks you hey mark We'll get there. You, you're a son of a bitch today. You, <laughs> hey, Mark, what's your favorite baseball team? I, you pick. I picked the Detroit Tigers. Would you like just to get their package or do you want everything? Well, yeah. it's for 20 extra dollars. I want everything so I can watch the Astros play the Mariners at 1.30 in the morning. Right. Cool. So I'm going to buy that. So you now know Detroit is a team that I want to watch. 
you have my IP and the SS and all this shit that you know where I am. Why are you blocking me from Detroit and Cleveland? I un- I will give you the pirate one. I will. It's in state, the whatever. I'm still three hours away. And we do get Pittsburgh networks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you- I don't get a Cleveland network. I don't get a Cleveland network at all. Yeah. You have my IP. Why am I blocked out on that? I don't understand. It, it's so stupid. It is. It, it's completely ridiculous. I don't understand any other fucking logic behind it. They're going with an outdated ways of thinking about this, about thinking about the games and that. Yeah. Where it was a single source of truth. It, you Now we have multiple stations that we can get the games out of, but they're just like, well, you know, we're going to stay with this. I don't know when the blackout rules came into effect. It had to have been way earlier, 2000s, I don't know, 90s, yeah, I, I don't know, yeah, something like that. Mid-90s, I would imagine. Yeah, so something like that. I guess I could see that, but at the same time, even back then, there wasn't that many channels that would block it. And so... But more people were willing to go to the stadium at that point, I guess. But now you're in 21st century. There's just no time to go to a stadium. There's no time to take off of work. The way things are going, the economy's going, all that shit, not to get political on it. You got to stay home and make money. So all you want to do is go back to your couch, watch a game, because that's what you want. You want to watch your team. You can't do that. And I'm trying to be nice and not listen. We're nerds. I can find a way to pirate the damn thing. I can Yep. There's ways. There, there's a million ways to find it. I'm trying to be, once in my life, a stand-up citizen. Listen, I will give my $150 to the MLB network so I can get all these games. It, it's it, First of all, if you don't... It, it cost me $150 for myself to go to one game. Yeah. So it, it's stupid for me not to buy it. But if you're taking that away from me, I'm going to take revenue away from you by getting a friend that lives in Detroit to send it to me on TikTok. Listen, people stream games everywhere. I can find it. I'm just trying to be decent and give my share, the little bit that it might count as, to the MLB network to say, I did my due diligence. There's always a workaround. In this day and age of technology, there's always a workaround. Sometimes the stand that a lot of companies take, and I'm going to throw Netflix into this bargain during a fire. The stand you're taking. We're not getting on Netflix anytime soon. Yeah, I know, right? Well, the stand you're taking just hurts your product overall. I mean, you're going to see the viewership drop. You're going to see nobody wants to. You're losing the ad revenue. YouTube TV is run by Google. You don't think that's getting to millions upon millions upon millions. I understand that they're probably trying to hold out and be greedy and get more money out of it. But at some point, you have to be realistic in what you can get. And I don't think MLB ever has done that before. Not throwing shade too much at them, but I don't think they've ever done that before, to my knowledge, where they said, okay, we'll back off. At some point, the sporting realm needs to realize they are not the biggest fish in the pond as it comes to anything else anymore. At one point in time, sporting teams, events, stadiums, things of that nature, biggest fish in the pond. That's not the case anymore as we move forward in the century 
it's technology and technology always wins out and that's how you start seeing a lot of these games start slowly lagging behind replace coming in the mlb it's in football team technology needs to be adapted to the sports to keep the sports relevant for people to keep their interest in the sports but if you take it away and take away a partnership between them you're going to lose the fan base in 20 years hell yeah hell yeah in youtube you're stupid because all you're gonna do is like everybody that likes youtube yeah bye apple's getting everything prime's getting everything yep you're losing your brand as well well see here's the thing with youtube now we got a big head we got nfl ticket we're we got big head now we think we can bully people around so it's a horse of peace don't i'm not putting this all on mlb but it's a horse of peace youtube google is going to be beating their chest like we got nfl tickets so you're going to have to fork over the cash here or understand we're not going to pay you all of this money all right well baseball fans are going elsewhere that east what where they end up that's that's Martin knowing the service the new thing that i'm going to create next week when i'm going to indeed for <laughs> how is your week buddy that we didn't uh, even get on that yet you know in Indeed, I was poking the bear today, but I had no intention of just sitting here and just prodding and poking, but you just seemed ready to go. So, And after that little cockles incident you pulled at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, you know what? Let's just poke it and see what happens here. But uh, week was actually good. I can't complain too much about it. Um, Nisa's doing all right. She's feeling better. Uh, Still haven't got full results yet. We're thinking she's going to end up needing some procedures to really dig into deep what needs to happen but right now she's at least feeling better she's up to her normal uh, mischievous self and being sassy as hell so dealing with that every day but uh i can't complain i just can't you know it was a good week i can't do anything about it i did start yoga and i can barely walk so there's that as well uh well we have one thing the same but yeah, yeah right we, could, we got similarities here mark uh yeah, I'd start, so... DDP did, yoga? No, I didn't do DDP yoga. I have this old... So I did this with uh, Moochies, the Moochies before. We bought, we went on this, like, Pio yoga thing, and I have the DVD copy of it now. And holy fuck, that'll, uh, that'll fuck you up really good if you're not careful. So this was... I did it for the first time Tuesday. My God in heaven. Everything from my quads, hamstrings hands arms everything just hurt wednesday morning and i keep doing it every day and it, it's not getting any better but hey whatever gotta sweat to the oldies here so that's where we're at right now that's what i want i want something from richard simmons i can tell you that i did yoga once in my in meaning once in my life for like a i don't know maybe a week week and a half straight um when the we first came out yeah Cal got we yoga and we like tried it and like, all right, let's see what it does. This, you know, I'm fat, I'm out of shape. And and this was fuck 20 years ago. Um, whatever, whatever. It's less impactful. It's supposed to help your body with stretching everything. Yeah. Downward dog sucks. Build a tree, hold up a lantern, <laughs> all those random ones. Yep. How about hold a beer and sit on the couch one? Where's that at? (laughs) 
if anybody out there thinks that yoga is for the wussies, you well, are completely wrong, man. That thing. I mean, was, only time that I dove into that aspect. But here's the thing. Here's what I like about it so much. I love that stretching mentality because I feel a lot better when I get stretched out like that. I've been feeling tightened up for the past couple months and that I'm like, why don't I just try this again? And it felt so good to kind of stretch it out and just spend 20 minutes getting almost decompressed a little bit. So I don't know. I'm going to keep it up and keep going at it just so I can keep getting that flexibility and that strength back. Cause when you tighten up, Oh, You're that's done. the worst. It's the absolute worst. So, but that's been my week. What about your week? How's your week been? You mentioned that you were in pain. So let's, uh, let's go right there. Yeah, let's go right there. <laughs> uh, first week back on the job of not driving. So Monday morning, I roll in, First and foremost, my alarm goes off, and then I instantly get a text that one of the driver, one of the other, the, the garbage man that needs back surgery in a couple months is calling off. So now we're down to two garbage men until we get, you know, help about two hours later. And I'm okay to go back to work. I got the, here you go, go back to work. So Mark being a bullhead that he is, fuck. I now have to throw for my first time back two hours by myself. And the other guy's like, let, let wean yourself into this. Dude, you've just thrown a month by yourself in the cold and the rain. I don't want to be that guy. I should have been that guy. I should have been that guy because from Monday on and when you have community nurses come in after you lose 9 million lymph nodes or how many that I, I think it was like 25. <laughs> Um, and says, hey, this is all part of your core. Uh, you should probably get those old man compression socks. And I'm like, compression socks? Listen to this. Listen, if you lose lymph nodes, listen here on Can Crushers. Get compression socks. I don't know if, the, if they'll work because I didn't. But it sure as shit is not going to hurt you because my quads and ankles and everything Monday – we're the size of ham hocks. They <laughs> hurt so much. And, and they told me that this is going to be a different bounce back. Like lymph nodes. If you don't know what lymph nodes do, search it up. I knew we had them up until mm -hmm. this whole scare. I don't know what they did. They connect everything in your body. Like they're, they're major components in your life. Losing that many can F with your body. It effed with my body. <laughs> like, my knee feels like I have an ACL injury, and I don't even know if that is, like, feasible. It, I am just sore. I've been going to bed, sleeping 24 hours before going back to work the next day. Like, this is just craziness. And I've been off of garbage for months when I took my sabbatical, essentially. Yeah. I've never felt this bad than after this week. And I know major, like legit surgery, six weeks of doing nothing but driving this, that, and the other thing. But indeed, do I feel like I'm ready to jump off a bridge? <laughs> that so I'm having a component tonight. So I didn't, so here's the thing. I didn't know what the lymph nodes, I had no idea what those did. This is great information now for my knowledge when I get older. Cause yeah. my, my dad had to wear compression socks. Got when everything started going south for him, he had 
compression socks, compression socks, compression socks. They started doing that. My mom, when she had her knee thing, compression socks, just wear wear it out. And I'm like, man, these got to be these got to be some sort of miracle sock or some shit that is just working. Now I don't listen. I played football and all that. I haven't used compression socks, but I know wearing a lot of stuff that's very compressed on my body per se it helps out it helps out a lot but... i never i never did go get compression socks by the yeah. way this week but i have leggings for when it's cold okay. it's yeah. winter now so yeah. wearing leggings underneath your stuff yeah so i started wearing leggings <laughs> helped <laughs> i mean Nurses yeah. know what they're talking about apparently you know, it's funny. They go to medical school and they just know what's going on. <laughs> but you're feeling okay today? Is that, like, where are you at today? I came home it... and took a nap before we did this. <laughs> We're recording normal time, by the way. So we'll be able to talk about SmackDown here at the end of the show, as we normally do when we're talking about AEW. But, yeah, I came home from work. I took a nap. So oh and I had to have a, and normally on Fridays I'm rare and ready to go. Kel was off today. She's got things going on. She's like, "Are you going to make it to do the podcast?" <laughs> Max says, "No, you're not gonna," <laughs> because I have not seen the family. They've they've worked all week until nine o'clock, and I'm like, "Listen, I'm letting the dogs out, and I'm going to bed." They're like, "It's seven thirty. I'm like, "Yeah, I feel like I'm ready to die." <laughs> So I haven't, like when Kel was off today and I got home at one, she's like, Hey, who are you? I'm like, I'm your husband. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, spirits are up, whatever, whatever things in the things in the hopper got my spirits up as well. Um, sore though. Sore. Yeah. But we're going to, I'm going to see what we don't have huge plans over the weekend. I don't have any basketball or anything, which is a plus this whole week. was a, was a plus for, for not having basketball with them being more like an hour, an hour and a half away. Yeah. They, they're like, eh, that's not a good idea to send Mark and wake up the next morning at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I took a week off from basketball. Um, tonight is IWC Reloaded 9.0. By the way, if you're looking to watch something really cool, all titles are being defended. This is a wrestling thing before we get into everything else. Uh, all titles are being defended, but you don't know. The reset button picks all the, the people. Go back and listen to some reloaded that we had before. Yep. Fight Plus is four ninety nine, and you get a ton of stuff. And this is actually on Fight Plus. Um, you also get from a couple nights ago, a night at the Moxbury, where oh. Moxley hosted a, a, a shindig and had matches and everything. Yeah, Fight Plus, four ninety nine, guys. You get everything from IWC and then a plethora of other stuff. And Jenks, by the way, slap fucking TV uh, slap fighting is crazy. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. Maybe we start a podcast just on slap fighting. That shit scares me more than Darby Allen. I think I saw a clip from that one day and it, it was, I think it was a woman. Her face just freaking blew up. And she completely, she was like walking up. She's like, I know I wasn't going to win this. And like, as <laughs> fucking the person wailed off and she got smacked, she dropped. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, you we, you, CTE. We, it's that you, yeah. CTE. All over it. 
all over it. You know, we did that stupid that slap boxing when we were younger, but we were fucking around and we were teenagers and all that shit. No, these people are hauling off with fucking ham hocks on their hands, just knocking the shit out of people. And I'm like, who the fuck sanctions this shit? Dana White. Yeah, Dana White. And I'm like, like having Walter and Sheamus in a slap fight. Listen, you guys put on banger after banger in the wrestling ring. Get ready. This might give me hate. All right, let's actually hit each other in the face and see what happens. Happens. <laughs> Three minutes into the match, they're gonna have two faces at that the head of the size yeah. of two. Oh, oh fuck. So that's that. All right. Switching it around. Um, saw a post yesterday. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was actually the first person that I saw it from. Um. And 60, 68 years old, leaping Lanny Poffo, everything that I have read, a massive heart attack, essentially the same thing that his brother did, yeah. passed away from, and Jenks, you saw, if people follow me personally, I got this book, um, it's leaping Lanny's poetry, essentially, and I don't know where I got this from. I know I've had it in my library of books for 30 plus years because it came out in 88. I don't remember personally. I mean, I would have been 11 when it came out. I don't remember buying. I don't remember anything yesterday, but I don't remember buying it. So this is something that has my mom all over it. I go to open it up and one, it's already signed by Leaping Lanny and it's also signed by Macho Man Randy Savage. And I'm like, holy shit. So then I Google like what his autograph looks like and like that are legit like numbered. This is 10 out of 10 right. of an autograph. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, holy crap. And you see that it's pen. And I'm like, I never knew I had, I knew I had the book. And I may have glanced at it real quick years ago, years and years ago. But I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy as hell. So I sat last night and I read some of his – it's all his poetry. Like when he got yeah. in the ring and he makes fun of Ted DiBiase or he talks about his brother. Yeah. So I, I did that. And I read them, and I'm like, oh, man, these are really good. And, and if you look on the thumbnail, I did post one that he has, uh, the thumbnail of this episode. So blow it up, make it big, whatever. He he has one about faith, and that's really cool. That was one of my favorite ones that I read. So, yeah, Leaping Lanny wrestled, essentially trained by his dad. You know, started early, mid-70s. But I remember him as Leaping Lanny when he was jobber and then turned into the genius in everything. Just always around wrestling. And Jenks... I was excited because going to New Jersey in May with uh, a couple buddies, he was going to be at the 80s Comic-Con, mm. uh, 80s Wrestling Con. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I have autographs and everything of him, but I've never met him. And I'm like, that'll be somebody, one, cheap plug. Hey, what are you doing? You want to come on chat wrestling, chat yeah. about your dad and your brother on the show, yep. somebody like that, I'd like to say, you know, meet, shake hands, da, 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 and say all that. 
and now I'm not going to get um, a, a lot of people aren't going to the world's not going to get that opportunity. But I, I did take a minute and read a lot of other wrestlers thoughts and words on him and nothing but love and grace uh, for him and his whole family. And Jinx, <clears throat> this, because only you could see this, came last week, and I don't know if you know it. How apropos is I'm showing him. Very apropos. So instantly framed an 8x10 of the genius because I I didn't know that I had his autograph. So when yeah. it came up for, now I feel like I robbed the guy. Like literally robbed the guy when I got this last week. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, JSA, it's the WWF um, original promo. Who would have known? You never know. You never know. You're right. Make sure you tell your loved ones you love one. Love them. Because you never know. Exactly. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, for me, it was I knew him as the genius. I didn't see anything before the genius when I was younger. But man, and I just watched back during November. You guys know I like to watch the old Survivor Series and all that. Him coming out, the one with the gobbledygooker and that, him coming out, reading his poetry, having his own spiel. I have a new grown appreciation for him and what that character was. So, and I just found that this year. And I'm a little disappointed in myself that I found that. But I think it's how I've matured as a wrestling fan. Because you you mature to different tastes than that as wrestling fans, and you understand things a lot better as you grow. He had a great gimmick with the the genius. And managing Mr. Perfect and doing all of that, it was fantastic. When I was younger, I'm like, God, this guy fucking sucks. You know, right. you're four years old. You're like, God damn, fuck this. I don't want to hear poetry. I don't want to hear poetry. I don't want to see this guy in a graduation gown standing around spouting his mouth off. But now I'm like, oh, my God, this what was did, perfect. What did we it, miss? It was, what did we miss? You do that a lot with a lot of things that are older like that. What do you miss? Because you finally pick up on what he's trying to do here. And you're like, oh, fuck, this guy is a genius. Like he was he's a well articulated man. He always has been. And I remember when Macho Man passed away, seeing him, you know, he was making rounds because he was more of that family rep kind of thing. And just seeing him go around in that. Yeah. It was sad then, but you always saw that intellectual standard that was there. And I think that helped pave the way for a little bit more people than a lot of other people realize for a lot of heels and that to be at that more intellectual level. And they can talk at that higher level. Now, I'm not saying Sandow level levels here, but I'm like they're more up in the cloud, more intellectually and can be a smarter about the way they do things. And I think you can take it and appreciate it. So he's done a lot more for the business than I think he gets credit for. But he's definitely going to be missed. And you never know. And I think we've proven that over the past several months. People just, it, it happens. And you just never know. It's it's too quick. Like this yep. whole, from Briscoe to Lanny now, this whole thing we call life, it, it's instant. Uh, I always, I've now tell Ethan at least once a month, if not every other week, <laughs> do years fly by, days drag. And it's yeah. the truth. Like, in an in eight-hour day, it's, and I'm not going back to work to shun work or anything like that. So don't, if you're listening and don't take this in your mind and twisting it, work is work. 
It, yeah. It's just you're there to do something, get a paycheck to provide for a family. Those always seem longer than, you know, a 40 hour week at Disney World. Yeah. Or at going to WrestleMania or something like, like, oh, my God, that whole week blew by where I would be at work for a month. Yeah. It feels like in a day. You always, it's always when you're with your loved ones that it, the time flies by, right? Right. It's a running joke between me and my girlfriend, Kimberly, is every time we see each other, it's like five hours like that. Like fucking, it just happens. Yep. And we're like, where the hell did time go? But then when, to Mark's point, you're at work, or even if, like in my case, I'm working from home some days, it fucking drags because I'm not doing anything but work. And you're just sitting there like, oh my God. God, what the hell? Now, I enjoy my job, but at the same time, it's not what you want to be doing. You want to be out having fun, playing, hanging out with family, show. playing the show, do whatever the hell you want, play war games whenever that comes out. You want to be able to be doing this stuff. You yeah. don't want – yeah, right. <laughs> but I, that is a great thing you say to Ethan. Maybe I need to start saying that to Abrea, my niece, is you're right. And I think everybody's right. Days will drag. Years fly by. And the older you get, the more they fly by. They they do not stop for anything, and they're just gone in an instant. You brought this up months ago um, when Ethan was one, and you essentially went out and maybe not one, I don't know, four. <laughs> but and you met him, and now he's sixteen. Yeah, and you're like, where where did that where did sixteen years go? It's insane what, what, what did i do in 16 years i don't know but i can tell you what i did for the last eight hours yeah drag my feet because i was picking up garbage <laughs> i'm sore and miserable no. listen i remember distinctly 11 years ago taking my niece into the seawolf's office and her farting and the operation director <laughs> operation manager at the time would not stop laughing and she was just maybe <laughs> four months old something like that because it was i think it was middle october november but it was hilarious and he just wouldn't stop talking but oh, it's those and then even fuck seven years ago she was diving off furniture doing cross body blocks on me because that's what i taught her to do so she was having fun doing wrestling moves and just cross bodying and all that stuff and having fun with it the times flies especially when you're the adult in that situation looking back and creating those memories with those kids it flies by and it it's one of those things where you just have to cherish it while it's there indeed 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 um one quick thing uh before we take a break and dive into rumble because listen we're not going to talk about smackdown essentially what happened last week on smackdown uh, irrelevant yeah it was all leading up to rumble so we'll start with rumble um rumble raw and then we'll talk about aew in a third segment but there, there's one other thing that keeps popping up this week and holy shamoles have it be dubbed page and or soraya she is getting drug dragged however the perfect pronunciation is before i get thrown under the bus from a genius or an english professor um Shit is just rekindling from this poor girl from Triple H saying, who knows if she's got a ton of kids out there. Uh, Alberto Del Rio just saying she was the, the the beast, essentially, 
in the relationship causing the issue. She was the one with a more major drug problem. That it, she seems to be on the right path now. Why are we? Is Xavier Woods in that other? What was the other smoke in the video? Uh, uh, Maddox. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to come out of the woodwork now too and say something? This is mean. Sexual about her? Get, grow the fuck up, guys. They need to grow the fuck up. They need to leave her the fuck alone. This would Dorio grab. Oh. It's attention grab. Holy. Now in the last six months since she's taken over AEW. Exactly. He pops up every six months saying, I want to be back in WWE or trashing Paige. That's all he does now. The other now, I'm seeing this because I went on Twitter and was looking up, you know, what's going on with Ray and all that recent developments. Ringside News is jumping on the bandwagon and bashing her now. Because it's like, I don't even know why. And I don't understand these people's obsession with it. Yes, she lives her life. And if people don't like the way she lives her life, that's their fucking problem. This is her life to live. Now, there's no reason for everybody to be doing uncoordinated assaults on Soraya over this past week. There's no reason to do it on anybody to begin with. Right. Now, this is this is definitely bullying towards Soraya. This is definitely bullying. It's everybody jumping on the bandwagon because the door was open for it. Now, of course, you know, shitty people throughout history. There are people throughout history, but we could name the big ones, but we want to do that. But we're not going there. But Soraya, she's just been living her life doing stuff on AEW and that. But when one floodgate opens, every fucking worm in the woodwork will come out and attack her. She doesn't need us to protect her because God knows she could kick both of our asses in a single yeah okay but we at least want to say we're on her side we are on her side and i completely agree the fact that people the fact that a news organization i use that quote very yeah. loosely with them air quotes very lo- and i don't even know if they deserve air quotes because that's how no. loosely i will use that with them is attacking somebody just because they can or because they've pissed in their wheaties before long before this is absolutely atrocious go the fuck up gain i pull your shit together and just fucking live your own goddamn life to be honest just i don't know what else to say but this is just a bunch of bullshit this week so if you learn two things in segment number one one years go by fast days take a long time i said it wrong but essentially that's you know boom that's 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 number one two if you don't have anything fucking nice to say don't say anything. If it doesn't pertain to you, mind your fucking business. Right. What, why do I have to go on and say something? Man, when I met Soraya, it, it, this is going to be. No, no, because I don't want to say it because, you know, I didn't like her shoes when I saw her at WrestleCade. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mark from Can Crushers says sick. Soraya has horrible shoes. Stop. Stop. That's stupid. Yeah. And you know, by the, the way, I loved her shoes. I love everything about her. <laughs> everything about her. I told her that. Yeah. I, now I have a PFA against myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh God, here we go. Poking the bear in mouth breather. Um, but here's the thing. Here's I've lost my train of thought. Just mind your fucking business. Like, we could give, like, people could come back and say, oh, you guys talk about fucking wrestling. Yeah, because we're fucking like West wrestling, and we like giving opinions about it. It's not attacking a person. It's attacking, it's not even attacking the industry. It's just saying, well, this is what I think went wrong, what we liked, what we didn't like. 
Exactly. Don't leave the fucking person be. Leave her yeah. be. Personal. Just keep your keep your p's and q's out of everybody's personal life. Exactly. Mind your own fucking business. <sighs> you guys know where to listen God. to us. Send us an email. Can't crush. Oh, by the way, yeah. Speaking of which. <laughs> Good turnabout. Next week is Ask Can Crushers. So everybody in December that sent everything in before I died and came back to life, send your shit back in. We'll go through them, re- revamp your your questions and so on. And there's a there's a ton of questions that are out there, folks. I'm not leading you. You can't lead a horse to water. Yeah. Wait, no, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make a drink. You make a drink. I agreed with it. So yep, this is this fucking coffee with a. Apple whiskey and it's tasting really good right now. You can't lead a horse to water, but you can make a drink. No, you can do something with a fucking horse by water and it'll be right. fine. <laughs> Change your questions. Send them into cancrusher69 at gmail.com. Drop them in one of our DMs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We'll answer them next week. You know how this fucking ass can crusher works. We owe you one because I died and we're coming back. Boom. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can listen to us everywhere, and Al Snow wants to make you buy shirts. Buy shirts, buy shirts, buy shirts on Collar and Elbow. But when you buy shirts on Collar and Elbow, it's Can Crushers is the promo code. Capital C and Can, Capital C and Crushers. You save 10%. Waiting for my our order to come in. I'm, I got it. I got what's the word that I'm looking for? Notification. Yeah. The number. What's the number? The, the order number, shipment or, number, validation, whatever, reference number, whatever. I got shipment. one of those. <laughs> God, holy fuck. That's one corona. <laughs> I got one of those a couple weeks ago, and now it's just lost in translation. So we have shit coming so we can show you cool stuff. But apparently it's being walked from a tortoise from Louisville. Head's bringing it. We'll get it eventually, but... <laughs> You're getting this shit that I keep looking at over here. All right, when we come back, we're going to dive into Royal Rumble. Um, By the way, we were pretty goddamn perfect on Royal Rumble. Let me just say that. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow. The wrestling brand. Hey everyone, this is Anna Diaz, and I will choke you out if you don't go and listen to Can Crushers Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. It is time. Ooh, a legit can because Maybe that's what I should get next week. I've been drinking bottles for a while again. Yeah, you gotta get back to the cans. Where can crushers is literally in the name, man. You gotta get the get the can crushers. This is a nice IPA. Holy what shit. is that? Fatheads Brewery, Cairo, at Cryo, Ohio, Imperial IPA. Fantastic, smooth, 
delicious thanks shout out to Mr. Hetrick on the hookup. Oh, Mr. Hetrick hooking you up. Uh, yeah. By the way, mm. we were in a pool. <laughs> I did finish second. I finished. I think I finished third or fourth. I can't remember. Finished right. third. Yeah. Finished third. Mr. Hetrick did not finish in the top 12, I think. Yeah, he was not good. You know, uh, so I would like to call out here Mr. Bucci that we talk about lovingly on this podcast, finishing dead last and finishing behind the gentleman that picks Sonia Deville to win the uh, Royal Rumble. So I'm mad about that. I would have loved that, but. I, I, I would have loved it too, but man, it's not going to happen. No. No. Uh, but yeah, I'm pulling this up. Yeah. But we had a, it was very interesting. Very, very interesting how it broke down. Let me tell you, first and foremost, I need to know this. How did Kimberly like the rumble? Yeah, she was okay with it. She loved New Day playing bongos on each other's ass. I think the, the funny part she got and was appreciative of. The rest of it, she was kind of give or take. I mean, I knew it was what I thought it was going to be, but it was it was totally worth it. So not a concept match that not a concept match. I think she understood. She liked the concept around it. I think it was just like long. it was long for her. And, you know, that's understandable. It's it's a long mat- match. If you don't know the players in it, you're kind of like, OK, what are we doing here? And then. Honestly, during the women's one, I wasn't, like, as active during... Like, the men's one, I was losing my shit. I was getting all up in arms about things. The women's one wasn't as active, I think, because it wasn't as many surprises. We'll get there when we talk about it. But, you know, it was just... It was one of those things. It was long. And, hey, no no fault of her own. I get it. So... Kel actually watched the whole pay-per-view with me as well, too. That's awesome. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to sit and watch this with you tonight. I'm like, What? So I thought either, oh man, I'm gonna have to explain a lot of stuff or yeah. what's going on, or but she sat and enjoyed. Mm-hmm. She knows, and I'm not disregarding Kimberly. Yeah, no, no, she, that's fine. Like, she has to live this life, or <laughs> she's she's in it 24 seven. <laughs> Get out of here! No, so there were some people that like she didn't know who I explained it, and she go, oh, okay, okay. Some people she still doesn't like, and we'll get there, but yeah. Um, do you think it was right overall? Let's no, we'll hold that to the end. Do you think it was right that McAfee's boom first thing out? Before I answer that, I want to do this though. I think we should give props to the winner, Kaylin of her pool. Oh, Mrs. Yeah, Hetrick. Yeah. We didn't even give props to Mrs. Oh, Kay- yeah. Mrs. Hetrick. Mrs. Hetrick, I'm Caitlin, sorry. Mrs. Hetrick dominated the field. Uh, put us all to shame. Let's just say it that way. But she did an awesome job. We're proud of her. Good job, Kaylin. Beers up. We love you. Beers up. Good, good going. I, 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 I really thought I said Kaylin. You proud. did. You, you went down. We went down the path of making fun of Moochie. It had to happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> but uh, I like this that Backbeat was out. I was more pissed that he wasn't in the Rumble because I had him as a pick. Me too. But I love this because. As it turned out throughout the week, nobody fucking knew except for like three people that this was happening. And he was there 27 minutes before. Yeah. Not Cole or Graves. Graves. That was awesome. 
That was fantastic. That's what I got. I think that's what got me pumped to begin with, because Colin Graves sat there for that quick second. And they're like, what the fuck is this music? And then it hit and they lost their shit. And then Cole fucking started dancing. Did you yeah. like I have a man crush on Sammy Guevara. Michael Cole has a man crush on Pat <laughs> McAfee. Right? He has a huge one on yeah. McAfee. And there's it was fantastic. I, I, I don't know if it just warmed my heart to see Michael Cole that excited by even if it was McAfee and his man crush. Just the secrecy around it and just being excited that, oh, my God, McAfee's here. We can be excited again. Props to Graves for being such a dick to McAfee as soon as he came out. Like, if they both have enough, if they both do have a match, please let it be against each other. Oh, yeah. They're both from Pittsburgh. They're bo- yep. They both gave Pittsburgh props about stuff. Yep. I know where they were talking about, like. It's really cool. <laughs> I love it. Let them have a match. What? Just let it be on the pre-show. Whatever. Yeah. Us idiots want to see this. We do. We absolutely do. So kudos to them, and they carried a lot of the pay-per-view. They really did. That whole announce table, they carried a lot of the pay-per-view, and I was very impressed and loved it. Yeah. Listen, this killed last year's Rumble. Let me just oh, without a doubt. From um, start to finish, like I, I don't, I don't know. We'll get there. All right. Yeah. So I wrote down everybody because that's me, and I'm not. We're not going to go over that. But did you know that four, six, seven, nine, and eleven never won a rumble? The numbers. Yeah. No. But I also would have thought there would have been more numbers that didn't win a rumble. Right. That's my. That's actually my real point that I was getting to. Because huh. Cole was like four, six, nine, eleven, never won a rumble. I'm like, that's it. That's it. Why? Why didn't? And we don't need to go back. Maybe this is something homework for you guys next week. Who is the person that won at nine or at? Nine didn't win, you idiot. It's right in front of you. Who's the person that won at 12 or 13? Or, like, I feel like, yeah, it, who won where? I, not 12, 13. I feel like that was an Orton win at some capacity. Right? You know what I mean? Just like it seemed like somewhere in that range. Number four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get it. But no, no, I completely get it. It's like, who the fuck was it? And now I'm interested. I might do this this week. Let's kind of look at this because I swear to God, I thought it was more numbers hadn't won than anything. You would have thought because for the longest time, nobody out of the 20s, What's everybody it? in the 20s won. How am I trying to put this? If you came in yeah. in the 20s, boom, minus like Flair was the very first, you know, yeah, I came in number three and he ran again. That yep. was huge. I have some comments about all of that, but we'll. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, we got to get there, essentially. Yep. Um, Anybody shock you as I take a drink uh, being in this rumble? Uh, Taking a look. I mean, Booker T was fun, but I don't think it was much of a shocker. I was expecting at least one legend to pop in here. And we knew. I, I think the biggest shock of the night was let's have Gunther go 70 fucking plus minutes and prove everybody and not everybody wrong, because I think everybody could have thought he would have went 70-plus minutes. But, man, 
I was not expecting him to go one to the end. Even I if he show Yeah. I would. So this is where I'm going to loop it all in then. Let's do it. So let's loop this in. And as a whole, I love the men's. I love the women's as well. If you're going to do it for the men, Gunther going from start to finish, and essentially both separate stories at the end. So we'll get there. You gave us the same fucking Royal Rumble, though. And this is what I'm pissed about. Because Ripley did one to the end and won. Gunther did one to the end, didn't win, but both have now set records. We need to stop having every record broken every Royal Rumble. And I'm sounding like I'm pissing on this pay-per-view, but I'm not because I loved it. But every pay-per-view Rumble season, we don't need a record broken. Let's just let's just have the Rumble. So that that's my big thing. Like, if Gunther's going to do it, did Ripley need to? Did Ripley need to go start to finish? So I want to play off of this a bit because I, I sat on this because we had a brief interaction yeah. about the run. And this week I kind of sat on it and thought about it a little bit more. I think it helped Ripley's win. And here's why. Gunther went one to the end but lost on the very last entrance. That then put suspense into the women's final where Liv, Rhea, especially when they were doing the apron spot with Asuka, we didn't know what was going to happen. But now you're already thinking, oh, shit, Gunther fell off at one. Why wouldn't Rhea? Now you're starting to it plays into your mind a little bit more. That's, I think, what made that spot at the end a little more sweeter and kind of helped that suspense that built up on it. I think that's what they were going for. Did they necessarily execute it? Yes or no, that's your call and your decision. But I think that's what they were going for with both running one to the end. Was let's put that air of doubt in their minds right off the gate. Right out of the gate. Can one actually do it? It's very easy for them to get thrown out. And yeah, so I think that's kind of the mentality. That's what I assume the mentality was behind that. I like it. That's what I put you on. sell me on it, but I at least like it. And I'm not saying I, I mean. No, but, no, no. I wasn't trying to sell you on it. That was the only mentality piece I could put together of saying, okay, we're going to have the two number one spots run the table and let's see what it actually ends up being. You know what I mean? And let's play it out in different ways. Uh-oh. I think it did more for Gunther going one, two, Cody, and then leaving. Yeah. Listen, Ripley's been El Destructo of everybody. She didn't. And I think this is why I'm saying this. She didn't need to. She could have came in at fucking 12 or 13 or nine. Imagine nine. It's it's something. Maybe not one, but one of those early numbers away from one, two, three, four or five. And then run it and still have the same impact, I think, in my mind, at least, than going one through. Because. Now it's never going to be special again. And I hate to say it like that. Let me ask you this. Are we focusing on the wrong person in the women's rumble? Was this Rhea's coming out party or dominance establishing party? Or was this Liv's coming out party? Because Liv went coast to coast as well, got eliminated. Right. But seconds before. Seconds before. But she was... I think that established Liv as a main event tier star. I, I I think that just pushed her to the upper echelon. 
Liv's been a champion before, though. I'm look, look, look the, I, uh, it's and it's a title run that I've hated all summer, and I'm yeah. the, I was a bearer of bad news. But that's the, there's the key. Nobody liked that title. That title run did nothing for Liv. It didn't do it on the resume. It's on the resume, yes, but it did nothing for Liv because technically it was a Money in the Bank cash in afterwards, and there's a lot of more behind it. We never felt Liv was the women's champion. We never felt Liv was that main event star. We wanted it to happen, and we loved that it happened, but we never truly felt that. So I think now this was helping establish Liv's a main event player. No matter where you put her on the card, she will be the main event player, and you're going to look as, holy shit, Liv's not an easy person to just step over anymore and walk through. I like so that. that. I think sold me on I think that might be the story we need to focus on for the women's rumble was it was Liv's coming out party. Rhea won it. Yes. Showed her dominant streak, but maybe this was more about Liv than it was actually about Rhea winning it. It's not Liv's year next year. It might be so money in the bank, money in the bank again. Could happen. Um, ones that I, I'm upset that we didn't get an Aldous or Cardona. Or maybe not a switchblade because we were all thinking because that's the whole New Japan. Is it really going to work? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We have free agents out there that we didn't get. And is it okay? Yeah, because every one of these 30 people were WWE people. Right. You know, it wasn't the surprise or listen, Logan. Uh, if you want to bring up Logan or we didn't get Bad Bunny or anything like that, man, this was crazy that there were some people in it, like Street Profits, no disrespect. They're athletes. Man, why did why, why couldn't somebody else get this spot? Or Because there were some that were just wasted that they came in. You're like, hmm. I was surprised we we brought back Bronson Reed. Had nothing. We didn't put him in the rumble. Like, yeah. I mean, two, and I mean this, I don't mean this mean, too big to have a ton of people just eliminate a non factor right establish, off. Establish. Establish. Yeah. yeah. Bronson's got to get reestablished. So that's a good point. I thought the um, brawling brutes outside of Sheamus were going to be in this, Ridge Holland and Pete Dunn. Nowhere to be found. Sorry, um, whatever the fuck his name is now. Um, Butch. Butch, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name, but they weren't involved. Uh, Ray you know, wasn't involved. well, Ray got taken out. No, well, now that's apparently that's a whole thing now. Mustafa Ali, I thought was going to come out and be that quick elimination one, not Corbin, but Ali because they've been treating Ali kind of like that a little bit over the past couple months. So. How about you saw mine? Mine yeah. was Brock. And yeah. when he was in, and then Bob came out and it went really lickety split. I'm like, oh my God, I just got points for that. And then the next person comes out and it's Corbin. And, oh, and we'll talk about the five seconds of fame in the women's here in a second. But <laughs> the, the first thing that really pissed Mark off. Of the I evening. Yacked. <laughs> but what did, I'm excited. I loved my favorite spot. Get ready. Was Ricochet and Logan. 
I went ape shit. The dogs were barking. Kelly woke up because she was taking a nap already. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. Just, hey, let's both jump off the ropes and run at each other. Each other. Just say fuck it. Like an anime fight. I love and my favorite one. I, my favorite meme after the robot was if you've ever seen that viral video where those two guys are yelling fuck you at each other. Yes. They put it to that song. So it looked like they were saying it and then they jumped at each other. The sound they made. I don't care what you book Ricochet or Logan Paul in. Put it against each other at WrestleMania and just let them do fucking stupid shit like this. I will. I would have paid the pay-per-view just to see that shit. But that was fuck. I did the same thing. I jumped off the couch. I'm like, you've got to be fucking joking me. What the what would possess you? to fu-? Because it's not a spot for the rumble. There's no reason to do this fucking spot except let's just fucking do it because we can. Speaking of spots. Is it time for Kofi to stop doing spots? Yeah, two years in a row. He's just fallen off of it this time. I mean, he did keep his foot up, but he got pretty. He got his bell fucking wrong. Did he though? We I don't know. It, it aftermath looked, of him laying yeah, there. It was kind of. I don't know if he hit or not, but it looked like he did. But at the same time, he looked like he just got fucking destroyed in a wreck or something. Again, they're like, nope. his foot's up. His foot's up. Dead silent. Radio silent on Kofi. Yep. Yeah. His foot was nowhere to be found. But that's such a hard. He needs to stop. Sometimes there's things, and we'll we'll get to Darby Allen shortly. Yeah. But uh, there's just sometimes it doesn't. It's not needed. No, like it's I not. understand that was your stick walking on your hands or running across the barrier when you're getting objects involved. A chair, a ladder, another human being. There is so much factors that are going to fail you that are going to help you. There's safe ways to do this. Like the Xavier's like with the pancake spot many years ago. He landed on Xavier perfectly fine. Right. The railing thing, you had Rusev Ketchum. Put him on the railing. You know, that works. Same thing with Tensai or Matt Bloom now, A-Train, Albert, whatever you want to call him. He put him on a table. Then he could do the JBL chair spot. I think where Cody's, or not Cody's, Kofi's imagination started falling off is, do you remember that spot he did where he landed chest first on the top of the ring post? It was yeah. like the that, and it just echoed, and it sounded horrific. I think at that point it was, okay, let's maybe back off of this a little bit because it's not what you think you're trying to do here. And now we're trying to do spots that we've done in the past or somebody's done in the past. And when you start thinking, well, I have to outcreate myself, so let me land on this fucking spinny chair that's on wheels 10 feet away from the ring. At the same time that my tanking partner's going out, going I need to land on this and just let him fall. Yeah. Is that really your best option in that moment? No. I think just take the lo- take the lumps, but he gave us great highlights. Yeah, don't ruin now you're, you're ruining You're ruining your highlights, but at the same time, you gotta be safe about how you're fucking doing these because these are not getting safe anymore. In yeah. fact, they're getting worse and worse because you're trying to top the ones that you've done in the past. 
Kofi, prolong your career. Prolong your life. Don't do it anymore. But I loved the match that we had with Cody and Gunther. Because essentially we had a Royal Rumble. Yep. But then one in 30 go at it. And we have a match. Yep. And I thought, holy shit. We still have four more matches. And one is at least another hour. Yeah, this pay-per-view is going until whenever because they're gonna. If they don't give the women the same amount on the rumble, we're going to bitch. Me, you, and you, and everybody yeah. else. <sighs> it was done so right. I loved every callback to Dad, mm-hmm. Shattered Dreams, Yep, Stardust, everything breaking Cody out of. Smoke and mirrors. I forgot that one. Yeah. The natural. All I love breaking out of that. And now the that night, even last year with Seth, last weekend is when the nightmare came to WWE. Yeah. Well, yep. that is when Cody became main event. Now. Yeah. It will establish him in that moment as being main event player. And it, it speaks to what their the philosophy was here. This was match one for a reason. We knew what the outcome was going to be. It was going to be Cody Rhodes winning this. So how did we get here? So I was very excited that they gave us that 10-minute match between Gunther and that of more building up suspense because we know what the end result was going to be, but we needed some logical thing to kind of be his one big stepping stone that he could put a lit a little bit of doubt into our minds that it wasn't going to be Cody Rhodes and I love that it was Gunther because I think that did tremendous for him yeah but I speak I think that speaks to what Cody Rhodes has made himself into as well Gunther was going to carry himself and was going to be a big help to himself is a big help to himself and is big over anyways but Cody Rhodes really has cemented himself across the world as a big player. So this spot with Gunther, I think that just did light years to elevate Gunther's career, probably be a world champion by the end of the year. We'll see what happens. We might revisit this. We'll see. And really helped reestablish Cody to where the level he was at last year with Seth. So, yeah, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, Something went through my head, but hopefully it comes back. <clears throat> All right. Pitch block match. Uh, Jenks was letting the dog out. He didn't see all the characters because I brought it up to him. Like I completely, for some reason, zoned out. I was watching it and I had no, nothing. Like, like all it, the characters like, were at some point when he was walking through. And I'm like, I was excited for this match then. And then Mike says, it's going to be cool when these ropes are neon. And I'm like, wait, what? And I was fucking around. I go, watch these fucking ropes be a neon fucking glow-in-the-dark rope. Sure enough, lights go down, ropes lit up. <laughs> and that's when you lost, Mark. So listen, <clears throat> a pitch black match is essentially a glow-in-the-dark extreme rules match. I will get my spot out. And then I'll let you do your to-do. The match itself, poor L.A. Knight got involved into this. The match itself, hmm, 
the story is still there afterwards of howdy did did, 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 everything that happened afterwards i would have been okay if we just came out one two three and got into the aftermath essentially we did because this was quick this was quicker than shit don't get me wrong I love the glow-in-the-dark face paint. I love yeah. the tattoos glowing. I loved all of that. I don't know. The, the match was just not needed. If anything, it did help LA Knight, who should just be a Eli Drake. For the love of fuck, can he just be <laughs> Eli Drake? I, I like that name better. But uh, it, it had that story. And again, what happened keeps... You're not going to see Bray Wyatt around this title ever again, I don't think. No. He doesn't need it because of this. Because there's so many more questions after this match. Like, okay. And now this week they said you're going to get another sponsored match, essentially, at Mania. Well, we got to start building this up. And maybe it happens here in about 20 minutes when we get there on SmackDown. But, like, there's a lot going on. I love it. I do. I just don't think we need 15-minute matches when he does it. Well, and that's the thing. I don't know if he's going to be associated with all of these, because I don't know how you work Cinnamon Toast Crunch into a fucking match concept for Bray Wyatt. But, right. Yeah. Right. I don't know how you fucking do that. Like, for, what? I don't know how you fucking do that for any match, to be honest. But I'm, <clears throat> I did like the... I guess there's only so much... Well, I how bright is it in that arena right right i did i mean because how much can you do in the middle of fucking black with glow in the dark shit there's just so much you can only do and safely in that so i get why it was i know you did not love the confetti shooting out of the desk probably when that fucking kept going on was it confetti (laughs) it looked you know what it It looked looked like like paper squares to me but what did you think it was i thought it was those gel ball you you know when you play uh capture the flag with like what is it? Paintballs. Oh, paintballs. Like, yeah. I thought it was those. Like I thought they were they look I thought they looked square. Maybe I'm blind, but I thought they were square. And I, I don't know. Whatever it was, it was glow in the dark and everything, it kept flying out whenever he used something. And the I'm like, rest of the night they were flying out. Yeah, they were just there. Nobody cleaned them up. Nobody bothered to do anything with them. You're right. The magic served the purpose of more or less just being a way to gain revenue for the company. That's all it was. But they said, hey, you know what? It's pitch black. Bray Wyatt might be good in this. Just kind of make things up. And you know Bray. Bray will take it to the extreme. Glow-in-the-dark tattoos. He'll make it look cool. I love that I love people were just shitting on the end with Howdy jumping off the fucking thing. And I'm sitting there like yeah, but it wasn't for the people in attendance looking no. at it. Yeah, we all knew he missed, but at the same time, it looked like he dead on hit. It looked like he killed him. It, it did. The way they did the camera angle, it was perfect. So but it of was course, for somebody people. up in 316 section rose ZZ. Look at what really happened. And, no fucking shit. The guy was 30 feet in the air and landed on a on a mat, first of all, to save both people's lives. Yeah, it wasn't for you. The twenty-eight thousand people in attendance, or whatever it was, it was more than that. Fifty thousand, something like that. But okay, yeah, it that wasn't for you. It was for the millions and millions of people watching it on the pay-per-view. Exactly. 
so it provided great visuals and you're right it left more questions than answers it further pushed the story and honestly events that happened after the women's title match even created more questions about it and we know what that is so yeah let's go there again the match itself eh, was it leave it listen yeah well you it was a raw main event. Yeah. There, there has to be one match that we're like, eh. Was it a bad match? No, no, not at all. These two can work together. I would love to see more of this. As Alexa progresses to be what she's going to be. Cool. Yeah. Wrap this back around after Mania or whatever. I don't care. But the, the guts of the match, pfft, nobody cared. Well, nobody cared because we knew the end result, what the end result was. There's no way Bianca was losing this title in this that's, match. That's what I forgot to say. That's what came in my head. Predictable. Yeah. Everybody is a wrestling fan knew what was going to happen in some shape or form in every match. Yep. This was the most predictable pay-per-view you're going to have probably of the year. But it worked. If you do it effectively... It doesn't matter if it's fucking predictable. Right. And to your point, it worked to perfection. Maybe more so perfection by the end of the night, but we'll get there when we get there. We're slow. We're, we, yeah, we don't have a lot to say about the women's world. Rumble we don't. One thing. <laughs> we, well, do you want to go to that? Because I, I really don't have much yeah, I don't have anything about Alexa about. Bliss. Yeah. But Alexa, apparently the Uncle Howdy thing. I think around Mania, we see this whole thing wrapped together and Bray and Alexa are together again by Mania. So, oh, right. yeah. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> this is how you return somebody at number 20 for five fucking seconds? She's loving this, by the way, because this is her whole character. This is yeah. her mark bitching about my girl getting five fucking seconds in the rumble i marked out thinking oh my god she's at least going to be one of the last this is going to be somewhat of a push for her she's coming out at 20 she's going to get somewhat of a push maybe she'll be around for a title at the end of the year because they're going to separate i'm like holy shit she looked like a fucking bushwhacker walking through and walking right back out (laughs) I'm so mad about this Chelsea Green thing. I think I texted you. It is her character. I remember I texted you, oh, shit, here's Chelsea Green. And I'm like, well, she's gone or something like that. And I just got. By the time she was out of the ring. I know. And then I immediately re-answered it. And the pain, the anger, the pissed offness of Mark just came flooding through. And I couldn't stop laughing after I saw that. But uh. I loved it. We'll get to number 30. Don't worry. We have some words about this. I, I love seeing. Listen, B-Fab doesn't get matches. So to have B-Fab, at least in this, good for her. That was a surprising Natty. one. I love that one. Yeah. yeah. Natty, cool. You get the NXT gals and, you know, Zoe and. Um, Tegan was back. Piper Nevin returns as Piper fucking Nevin. Thank I was God. so happy about that. Now listen, we don't need Tamina anymore. Stop. T- 
I swear to God, this is the last time. This is the first time we've seen Tamita since last year's Rumble. I do not remember her at all. Lacey's there, but she announced it. Michelle McCool, who's been in, she was surprised. She's sitting in front row. She's been in every Rumble since the women have had it, but she's still yeah. surprised. Cool. I thought I thought it was cool that they made her come out of the crowd at that point instead of like the back. I thought that was a pretty nice touch. Just like, okay, let's throw her in or something like that. But Shotzi, Sonya, late. And I'm like, oh, maybe she maybe went. But no, come on. I mean, everybody knew that it knew. Holy Christ. Nia Jax? What? Are... I'm fucking surprised. That Nia came out. Or is even back in the WWE. I'm excited about this. I'm not really excited about it. I. I. She did. She did she's the reason why we have the man. Yeah, she is. Indirectly. <laughs> but because it was unsafe the way she made it, but she did wonders for Becky's career. However, this is. I don't know how I feel about this. This feels like, uh, I don't know. This, I don't like it. I don't I, like it either. I don't, I don't know. It's, I was never, it's not that, I was never a fan. I wasn't either because I thought it could become a fan if she learned how to do it safely. Like, be a dominant figure, like, safely. Because it, and don't, I'm not saying she is. But she has the build or the character, a way to be a character to be almost like a Vader, where it could look hard hitting, but it's still protecting the participant in that ring. She never progressed to that level. She has got she got way worse before she was released. Yeah. So the fact that she came back. mm, I don't like this one bit. I think this was just a bad. And people are like, oh, it was a one off. No, No. she's got a fucking new shirt. Yeah. It's a it's a full on contract. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be surprised if she gets a one off title shot in the next six months here because she will be that big player because she's just a mountain to climb. And I'm not saying that mean it's just the way it works. I mean, she's got she's a big name. She's got times. She's a former women's champion, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I I need to give props, though. To Asuka coming out as Kana. My God in heaven. I was like, yes. This was fantastic and beautifully done. And I want to bitch about one. Do it. And she shows up on Monday night. So Kamala's back. Yeah. Why can't we slide her in early? Yeah. Maybe she's not there with the big players. To to get involved to keep her you know ready for what's going to happen Monday when we get there, but uh, I thought it would have done more there than just hey I'm on Raw. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, that was I I couldn't make that. No, I'm not going to make that argument because I'm not going to compare Camarillo to Rick Boogs when he came out. But I was I was a little pissed that he wasn't like a throwaway member of the Rumble because I guessed him. But Rick Boogs on Raw as well. But I I'm glad Carmella's back. I'm happy for it. And maybe that was the point. Let's not get her mixed into the Rumble match. Let's give her her own spotlight. Although she's going to get fucked up by this Connor looking Asuka, the way this is going to work. I'm, I'm, listen, if you know the the story, Carmella, I'm 
clearly want a great year for Carmella. Yeah. I want some dabs and some props and stuff. You know, I, I want Carmella to have a year unless she's back for a little bit and they're trying again. Yeah. And then she's gone for nine months. Get the picture. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm all right with that, but right. whatever. All right. Main event. KO Roman. First and foremost, the match was chef's kiss. KO, I don't need you being Darby Allen. No. Can we never do that that stair spot again? Oh, twice. I was wincing I know. in agony. I'm like, no. Oh, please God, no. <sighs> The, the stunners in a 2.98 I wrote just because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God, really? I thought, I'm like, they're pulling it. They're going to pull it yeah. because what's going to happen after the match? Yep. Well, what I thought was going to happen after the match did not happen. Truth of truth, The Rock is not going to be a mania. Mania. Done. Yeah. See you later. Peace out. Goodbye. Okay. Um, <laughs> somebody sent me a, a, a text, and he knows I record. Um, so whatever. Like I'm like, ugh, okay. But whatever happened afterwards, I will say this, and many people will probably be like, fuck you, Mark. I think it went a little long. I think we could have trimmed the end a little bit. Mm, we talked two, three minutes. We talked about it, but you know what? I rewatched it, and I'm like. No, it had to be this long. It it, it 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 made the suspense even better, I think. And it, as it, it added... It, pause. As pause. a wrestling fan, in a podcast host, and we do this week in and week out, once he got the chair, did you ever think he was not going to hit him? Be no. Your, all right. But... I liked the hesitation. I liked that they built up. Yeah, you're right. I never thought he wasn't. I knew it was going to happen. But it's still the sitting there, the playing, the melodrama, the Emmy performance, whether you they want to give it to him or not, which they never will. Never. It was still beautifully done. Sammy fucking can sell that shit with none. Yeah. Second to none. Oh, man. I the crowd hey. fuck you roman roman the fuck you roman audible fuck you roman yeah pat back if he tried not to repeat what they're saying and he wants to to he <laughs> wants to so bad he's <laughs> that video clip of him losing his shit when they started screaming it but the fuck you roman the gasp the awe the holy shit everything that happened with that that was a chef's kiss and i think and maybe that's why I think it, I can allow it to say I can sit here and say, let it go whatever time it took to do it, because the reactions I watch rewatch that clip of Sammy hitting Roman Jay leaving at least 50 times this week, whether it popped up on my TikTok, my Twitter, I found it again. I rewatched it because that was just so well done. And to me, it vindicates or it really sits in stone what Triple H was doing and has been doing for the past six months. And there's a wrestling match or something going on over here at Mark's house. 
Let's see what happens. What the hell the dog is doing? The the big one's sleeping. I'm sorry. (laughs) Get in here, lay down. (laughs) (laughs) I I never yell at the dog in a podcast, but he's just being a complete asshole. And I will take that all back because I agree. I said that to you that night. Yeah. Like, it was a little bit long. Yeah. You're right. It was all needed. In this this pay-per-view, and it, everybody was like, no shit, Mark. Set up so much for the year for WWE. Yep. I will say I never felt this way on a Royal Rumble for a long time. There is so much stuff. Folks, in the scheme of things, there was only five matches on this pay-per-view. Yeah. I understand that. But there's tag teams ramifications. There's multi-women shit that can go awry now. You have ICUS shit that going on. Like, this pay-per-view is Triple H's start. I don't care what anybody says. He's been teasing it and everything. This has been his start. He's been waiting for this to pull the trigger and say, now it's my time. This is nice pun there on the uh, entrance music he used to have when he first started. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whether you meant to or not. (laughs) But I think you're exactly right, because it it made me remember NXT takeovers where they had five matches and they set up everything under the sun for the next three to six months for what was going to come at the next one. And the one after that, it reset it. Don't be surprised if WrestleMania has maybe five to six matches per night. And it's only a 12 match card. I completely agree. Completely agree. Because that's the point. Give the people the time to tell their story but also put on a good wrestling product. Don't just shove random matches or matches that stoke your, that fluff your ego, Vince. And so you can get a win when you're 76 years old over an announcer. Do things that make sense and that will benefit the roster going forward in any legend that happens to be participating in it, because there could be multiple this time around. Dun, 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 dun. Eight times down. <laughs> You can't. Well, yeah. yeah, right. So, but Ronda I love Rousey the tag team form. Listen, that, there's a lot not... going on. And you know what? When I saw that I'm today, excited about that. I wasn't exactly. I was not upset by that because I'm like, I like that. Let's get Ronda in the tag team. Let's put her with Shayna. I think that's smart. Shayna can take the front of the match. Ronda comes in, cleans up, beautifully done. That's they the way they can work that. Heel. They need to be heelish. So oh, yeah, for sure. We, we need to switch damage control to good. Mm-hmm. We got time. We have time. We have the options, and I think it's going to happen. Slow your roll. We'll get there when we get there, and we'll talk about it. But let's go to Raw. Yeah. Uh, Raw, we don't have to talk about a ton in depth on Raw because there's a lot of Elimination Chamber matches that were good to whatever to get to the Elimination Chamber, which for the men, it is for the United States Championship. Love that. I do too. But when is this match going to take place? If, and we'll get to Cody's shit. Don't worry about it. 
when is this match going to take place if this other person who drinks beer is going to be taking on A-Town Down at WrestleMania? See, it's interesting you keep saying that because I did not hear that rumor. I heard A-Town Down versus John Cena. Mr. Never Give Up. That's, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was like, Austin? I I get the Austin for the Austin, yeah. But, hey, you're thinking ties it back to last year's WrestleMania when he stunned him into fucking oblivion. Right. And that's where where I was going. But, all right, so it's Cena still. Yeah. How, when are we getting, what? Well, and that's interesting because right now, it seems like the way this is would build to me is a town down has to call out John Cena because what we've seen report wise, Cena's in Australia. He's fucking right. doing a movie for Amazon Prime, so he's not gonna have time to build this match up. I think this has to be a one off type A town, almost like Cena Undertaker, the that year couple years ago. What was it WrestleMania 34, whatever it was? He didn't have a match. He was sitting in the crowd. Yeah, and he was pretend he, he had been calling out. He was calling out Undertaker for like five times, six times every week. Yeah. And then he finally showed up and they had a quick five minute where Undertaker just destroyed him. I think this is what it feels like. I think it's eight town downs. Like, I don't have a match. Fuck you guys. I want a match. Give me something. I don't think they pulled the Seth like they did last year where it was Seth Rollins like, oh, I don't have an opponent. And then they built up the Cody. I think this is more of I'm going to call out Cena and just continuously call him out from the so, outset. So this the elimination chamber is for him to beat everybody in it and then start cocking off because after February, there's nothing until WrestleMania. So he then continues to call out, I can't see anybody. I can't see me facing anybody. I can't see myself losing this. I can't see me being a bigger star. I can't see a bigger U.S. champion than me. Yep. It's going to be Cena reference after Cena reference. And probably the last week or two before Mania, he directly calls out John Cena. Right. Something along those lines. And then he pops up on the Jumbotron saying, I can see you, you bitch. And I'm coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was a lot of Raw. But Cody starts the show and, and talks about his career, excluding any. He stopped his career, by the way, in 2015. Do you know that? Weird. And Weird, right? Right back. WWE. You think he no would want to include play, no ROH, no AEW. You think he'd want to include the career that ended up with him with a neck tattoo at some right. capacity. But you know, whatever. You didn't leave WWE with a neck tattoo. What happened? Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> Were you covering it up in all that stardust paint? I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. But I liked it. I, I did like it. It, it made some yeah. references. Judgment Day comes out and then then it gets a little convoluted. Like, I'm like, well, and what was interesting is Rhodes didn't talk about that 2015 to 2022 period, but Finn brought it up. And I'm like, really, we're not going to we just avoided the whole subject for seven years. This whole seven year journey, we avoided it. But we're going to have Finn come out and start talking to it. I love that Finn's making these callbacks to AJ and to Cody about this stuff. I love this Finn. But if we're going to do that. Let's have the other guy talk it up a little we bit. We both need to do it. it. Yeah. Be like, hey, uh, Jenks, remember when we talked about EO last week? EO? Who? What? Who? What's, what's what? EO? What is an EO? How? 
I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Is it the sky? But it's like it's where you go with it. Oh, and, thanks, by the way. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but you're welcome. Um, but yeah, it, if you're gonna do one, somebody else has got to do it to kind of complement it too, to make it actually stick and work. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. I guess maybe I'm an old curmudgeon at this point. I. That's me. <laughs> um. I was shocked that Ripley came out already and called out Flair. I thought we were going to get a little back and forth. I didn't think, I mean, clearly Cody has nobody to call out. Yeah. Don't you know Cody Roman is happening because there's no two titles. Boom. I thought, all right, they're going to play it out, and you might get Flair on Raw again. You might get Bianca sliding over to SmackDown again. Yeah, a little bit of a run in here, a little bit of a run in there. <sighs> The last thing we saw, well played WWE, because we thought it was going to be Ripley against Bianca from yeah. that passing. What was it, a month ago? Yeah, a couple months ago, yeah. But no. Nope, it's there. From three years ago. They tied it back. I kind of like it that they tied it back. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Ripley wins this one, though, because I think that's a bigger disservice to her if she loses again to Charlotte. Touche. Because I don't, if she loses again, then what the fuck is the point of this whole mommy brut- brutality, this big shot, this powerhouse that they've been building her up to be, if she can't even beat Charlotte? I will be this guy then. So who's Bianca getting? You're, you're going to say Becky. Uh, no, I'm not. Because I'm not sure, because I thought they were going to carry this whole Bianca, or Becky Bailey thing, we talked about this last week, into a triple threat at Mania. Maybe they still are, but I did not expect them to go back to the cage next week. Right? So I thought, obviously you can't do it at Chamber, because you're going to have a fucking Chamber hanging above the ring. But I thought they would have kind of dragged this out a little bit more to get us back to that match. But no, they're going right for it. So I honestly have no idea who Bianca's facing now at Mania. And I'm going to be that guy. She needs to lose it at Mania. Oh, I completely agree. I I, I think, can't have three WrestleMania moments in three straight years. Let me throw this out at you, though. Okay. Unless it's against Nia, and, and I don't want it. Let her keep it. Right. Are they using Mania to reset the entire company? Because we start booking title losses here. Roman loses the title to Cody. Charlotte loses to Rhea. Bianca loses the title to whoever. Let's say Bailey right now. Tag champs. Usos lose it to KO and Sammy. What's left? The damage control with the tag titles? They lose it to Ronda and Shots and uh, Shayna. Gunther maybe keeps it, but he was under Triple H's regime. U.S. title, does Austin defend it? Does he lose it? He's probably not going to lose it, but hes I don't know if he's going to defend it. They're resetting the entire landscape of WWE in five matches, excluding are we, the are Intercontinental we and the U.S. title. Are we getting all See, now, are we getting all those? I, we got a fuck ton of time that build it up that I can believe. Yep. If, if it's not Cody at Mania... Oof. It's gotta what be are we going to do? So that's number one. If that okay. one's not pulled, oof, what are we going to do? Yep. But if it's a reset 
for sales, and again, we have time, I don't know. Do you? Roman's just that hot. These are all these are all yeah, these are all hypothetical. But get on down the line. Flair or Ripley? Listen, if if you're going to say who's going to sell tickets because of the name value, you Here's don't take it off of Flair. Yeah, but that would be probably one of her longest title reigns she's ever had. I agree. I agree. And then who, unless you're putting it on Becky, we both love Bailey. We've loved Bailey's huggers. Yeah. We love Bailey. Your dog's fucking name Bailey. Becky is a bigger name than Bianca, but, yeah. but how about but how about how much though? Because she's just run the game. She's had the title for two years. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. See, that's not... I mean, and then the, the feel good story of Sammy and KO getting the tag titles from. Yeah, the Usos has to happen. Yeah. If it happened, well, we don't know where this bloodline thing's going to go. We think it's going to go Usos are defending it, but. The one Uso just left. The one Uso just left. Are they pulling the rug out? Can I also go back to Rumble and say I thought for a hot Raw, by the way. I'm done with Raw, too. I want to go back to Rumble because I wanted to establish this point. I thought for about two days this week, I was sitting on it like, was this just Sammy's test? Like Roman told him before the pay-per-view, whatever happens out there, you hit me with the chair. Like just the convoluted. I'm. I know this was not accurate. This is probably not what's going on. But he's like, your test tonight is to hit me because I want to see who in my family is truest to me. Because we go back to Raw last week with Jay defending Sammy. What'd you say? <laughs> We're gonna find out in six minutes. Yes, we are. We because we go back to Jay turning basically turning the whole thing on its head and saying, no, I back Sammy here. And he stuck his neck out, and he got shit on his face. And now he loves Sammy. He had to walk away. That right? It's there. It could be a pivot point. Like the whole thing Sammy did was to see who was actually loyal to Roman. Wouldn't that be a fucking turn? You are an asshole. I didn't even ever think of that. I was sitting here like. Well, what the fuck was his test all night? We could have said it was in the ring that he gave it to him. I would have gave him his test to begin the night and say, whatever happens out there, if I tell you to do something, you do it. Whatever I do, I'm going to hand you a chair. You hit me with the chair. Done. I'm blown away. You're right. You're absolutely right. It fits too perfectly. Is that what's going to happen? I'm probably not right. But it it could be. Everybody's saying that Sammy against Roman is going to take place at Elimination Chamber in Montreal. If you're right, it's Roman J. It's Roman J. With the twist, maybe Sammy turns on Roman fully at Chamber. And then that puts Roman in a predicament for WrestleMania as well. Maybe it's Sammy Roman the other night of Mania. I'm not saying for a title, but maybe it's Roman has to teach Sammy a lesson. I don't know. 
Game on. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. That's WWE. Amazing show. I'm going to say this. Last year, Royal Rumble, my worst pay-per-view of the year. Last year's Rumble? (laughs) Complete shit. This year? We've had one pay-per-view so far this year. So far, it's pay-per-view of the year. Yes, but it's light years better than what was last year. Right. Can I help you, miss? She agrees. She agrees. She wanted to get in here and get her little two cents in. Also, she's very disheartened that Mark said nobody loves Bailey and will give her a title. I will give you a title, Bailey, every day of the week. I I would love Bailey. <laughs> I want the hugger back. Listen, we have time. I, Bring your see, I, next week about damage control because I really it's time. I, I really think it is time. I think it's time, but I also think we're too past the hugger gimmick. I think we can go back to a face Bailey somehow to make it work, but I think we're past the hugger gimmick too much. I know. I, I, I just want wacky inflatable arm tube men back. That's what I want. I don't care how you get it to me. Get me a wacky inflatable arm tube men. That's good enough. Yeah, I like it. All right, take a break. We'll be back with AEW because there's no fucking transition there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are bearing witness to the Miasma Zach Ramseys. I am here to tell you that if you get the chance to experience the majesty that is the miasma, you are having yourselves a great day. Can Crushers is where it's at. Welcome back, Can Crushers, to the flippy floppy bullshit. And somehow we'll find a way to injure ourselves portion of this podcast. Right. We got to find a way to do it. Uh, I feel like this week you might have been paying tribute to whatever Darby Allen was trying to do. Dude, every for the past five months, I don't know, for years, but holy fuck. But where do you want to start with? I Are we going to Rampage or are we just going to stick with Dynamite here? I don't know where you want to ballpark this at. But there's, Essentially, there's two things I want to talk about on, on Rampage. Uh, yeah. It was good, but it was nothing to jump through hoops about. Agreed. Uh, you hangman was okay. It could have been better. I think it wasn't a disservice, but I just think they didn't want to give us way too much because of what was coming Wednesday. They were holding back. Right. I thought that same thing too. It was, it was a lot of hold back. Like we, yeah. we you can't have a barn burner right now. We'll do that another time. And they could. And they should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This whole Ruby Brit thing, um, I don't know. I love them both. Yeah. And we'll talk. Let's just take all of Ruby and Brit right now. They're trying to make Brit and Jamie true fucking faces. Yeah. Like, we have to. We don't want them to be true faces. We want them to do heelish, shitheaded stuff, and then we'll deal with however we want to root for them. Yeah. Essentially making Tony and Soraya true heels. Mm-hmm. We don't want them to be true heels either. No. I don't know if I like this whole non-AEW <clears throat> girls against AEW legends or whatever the hell. I don't like this right now. Because there's, we're leading nothing 
until we get to revolution. Like, there's just way too many people. I don't know. And there's I thought some, I'd say that about a Brit storyline. There's so much going on that can't be tied together yet because they kind of have to drag it out. That's where it's at right now. Because we talked about this. This seems like the whole blood and guts match for this year is going to end up being this, whatever this ends up being. So now we have to drag this out for three, four months because they're not going to pull it out until Beach Blast or whatever the fuck's in June or whatever the hell it is. But but doesn't Jamie have to defend against Soraya? Uh, I would imagine before that at Revolution. It, it helps push that storyline forward okay. because you, you have the titles changing. I, I would equate it to Eddie and Jericho last year, right? Eddie and Jericho fought at Revolution. Eddie beat Jericho. Then they tried to do the mutual respect bullshit, and that's when the JAS came out and established itself. And then they got the ball rolling with the BCC and Santana, Ortiz, and Eddie, and by God, how much a year has changed in that whole fucking story right. between just that entire five-man tag. there. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's where they're trying to get to. I think the Soraya-Jamie thing fight at Revolution is going to be that pivotal turning point. I'm not going to give away predictions, but don't be surprised if they use that as just the page-turner, if you will, going forward. Shit, sir. So, the shit stir, the page-turner, whatever you want to call it, that's what they're going to use going forward. But I could have given a crap about Dustin and Swerve, and it's not because of Dustin. Um, Red making, you know, saying she's coming after Jade, and we're going to talk about this. I did enjoy the Emmy Sukura against Jamie Hayter match. I, I did like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And man, 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 Hobbs is just wasted. And I will say that he has to, and it, there's no disrespect to Tony Mudd, who is, uh, if anybody's watched OBW in the last five, ten years, knows it's Tony Gunn. So Tony Gunn can't use his name on AEW, by the way, because they don't want him associated with the guns. The guns there. <laughs> so they have to call this poor guy. This is the main reason why I brought him up. They have to call this guy Tony Mud just to get destroyed by Hobbs. And Hobbs is, listen, nothing again. Like he is now starting at the bottom of the barrel again. He had a building, everything with Starks, and then it was just wasted quickly. I, I just don't. I feel bad for him. Well, they keep leaving him off TV for 40 years, and then it kills the momentum. I'm not going to beat the dead horse. The big men in Ow. AEW get fucking shafted every goddamn time. Hobbs, Archer, Morrissey, Big Bill, whatever you want to call him now. Big Bill! Good Lord. The Sam Adams is making me burp. Excuse me, guys. But this, huh? What is this? Oh yeah, what is what the what is this ecto cooler shit you got going on over here? Right. Did you find it again or what? I I came home from work and I see Cal drinking this, and to a blind eye, I'm like, what? Where? I'm like, where did you get ecto cooler? She looked at me like I have 16 heads. I mean, <laughs> we have, we're about six years in between, but she's like, what the fuck? She's like, it's high C green apple punch, Jamaica, your mama, you would have been. It's a high C. 
which essentially ecto cooler was high C as well. It was, yeah. And I'm like, you don't know what ecto cooler. She had no clue. I'm like, what? Yeah. So I had two beers tonight. I feel I didn't want to be Mark from last week. Listen, that was rough, especially the next morning. But I went. To, <laughs> I went with a. It's green apple something or other. It's good, yeah. but it's not ecto cooler. I am. It looks really good. It was either ecto cooler in my mind. I went the non-alcoholic route, which is good because I also thought, oh, is it lacto cooler? If you guys haven't had Voodoo Lacto Cooler yet, fantastic beer, nice sour. At Universal Studios now, Matt Cardona has had it. Just saying, check out his Instagram because I think he tweeted about it or Insta posted about that. But yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say Ecto Cooler just to give Mark benefit of the doubt here. I don't feel like he's drinking too much. Mind you, I'm on my third drink right now. Second beer. You're good. Spike the coffee. I'm good. It's another day. Who are they facing, by the way? By the way, we've made it into the SmackDown portion of AEW Conversations. And is this Imperium? Oh, yeah, it is Imperium. Okay. And see who they... It's your new favorite tag team. The Mark... the I would or never say that fucking they're my new tag favorite tag team. Dynamite! Dynamite! Let's get on track here, guys. Yeah. Uh, we 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 hinted around that Hangman and Yuta couldn't do what they needed to do because Moxley and Yuta did. I mean, Moxley and Hangman did. Maybe there's something in my ecto cooler. Uh, Moxley and Hangman did. Man, I. People were like, why did Mox need to bleed two minutes into blah, blah, blah. By the way, um, Mox isn't hiding. And this is, he can punch me in the face if he ever sees me and wants that too. He's not hiding himself, cutting himself or blading <laughs> anymore. No, he's not. He's depending on the cameras at this point to just fucking cut, cut right. away or not be there. Yeah. Like it was, he was just sitting in the corner. Oh shit. That's where he bled. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. People are like, that's all he does is bleed every week. That's his thing. Abdul the Butcher, who everybody loves, and I I don't. Don't get me wrong. I love me Abdul the Butcher. I love me Bruiser Brody. They did that. That was their thing. That's who he looks up to. Also, Mox was a fucking deathmatch wrestler. I was going to bring that up. He bleeds. He fucking bleeds. He makes his matches brutal beatdown brawls where people get bloody. That's that's his whole thing. It's color, color, color. Yeah. Unless he's trying to prove a point that he can wrestle, he'll just go straight he wrestling. Will, back. But yeah. Most of the time he's coloring because it that's his match, and that's what I expect from a Moxley match. If they uh, to be honest, if this match didn't go the way it went with Mox bleeding and just the brutal viciousness of it, I would have never believed it. I would have been upset and said, I don't believe anything that goes on from this feud forward. Yep. I agreed. And it was, it was a barn burn. I loved it. I loved was. Everything about it. I love how BCC comes out afterwards and kind of calms them, keeps them separated. But Hangman is fuck off. Everybody, the fuck offs between each other say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yep. Like they're quitting a job. Go fuck yourself. Indeed. When do we, indeed. When do we get Claudio Hangman? Because that seems like it's on the horizon here in the next month or so. Or maybe it's after Revolution. Because this is, let's be honest, Mox, Page. I don't know what match they're going to have at Revolution. They're going to have a fucking your first blood or some bullshit match at Revolution. And I'm going to be all here for it. 
The next question is, when does Paige face Claudio, and is it for the ROH title? Because I see this being kind of a writing on the wall thing where Claudio defends this title against, or at least has a match against Hangman Page. And I feel like this could be a pivot point, like maybe after Revolution, to go explore that option. They'll probably pull the trigger for a non-title match before, but I think afterwards we revisit this and have a little bit of series of matches between the two. Yeah, because they're getting... ROH events lined up. They're getting pay-per-views lined up. And, oh, by the way, uh, AEW is doing live events now uh, in in March on televised, which is cool. Uh, Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania would be fantastic. Just saying. It would be. But there is an AEW Dynamite coming to Pittsburgh on April 19th. Tickets go on sale this coming Friday. Oh, shit. That kind of, I have to make some shit work (laughs) early in the morning for something that's coming up. Nonetheless, um, this was a great match. Oh, see how I forgot that real quick. Yeah, you did. Bring this all back. Yeah. Got on our shit cases about it. Anyways. I do like the whole counter to the bulldog. Because if you have have a finisher, you should know the counter to get out of it. I loved it. I really, I love this match. Probably my match of the week. I would agree with that, too. I don't think there's anything, I mean, we're not going to count, we can't count the Rumble, because that's just its own thing. Yeah. I have to agree with that. This was match of the week. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Maybe not, story of the week goes to the bloodline. Oh, God. They're winning story of the week every goddamn week. They've just been running away with it since August last year, I think. But... Uh, Soraya and Tony attack Brit. Again, we're getting there, but I just don't know how. Hey, do you buy do you, do you buy Bunny in the Eliminator match against Hater? Because that seemed like that came out of fucking nowhere. This is Acto Cooler. Like <laughs> Not I, at all. Not at all. Almost as much as I bought the Outrunners to have a chance in hell against uh, the claim. By the way, they did not say who the Outrunners were. There was a quick reference that one was Randy Floyd and Shiloh Jones. Truth Magnum and Randall Floyd is their names now. But Randy Floyd and Shiloh Jones, both OVW wrestlers that have been on the show before, years ago, Spotlight, go listen to them. Um, good for them that they made AEW. Yeah. But they really didn't give them any props on AEW. Well, you know, they tried to scissor each other. Uh, it did not go over well with the crowd, so there was no way they were getting props at all during that whole goddamn match. <laughs> Guns come out. Man, I... This this has a this bad... smells bad for me. Like, I don't want the acclaim to be done, but it's, it's almost like it's getting pulled quick. This smells like... The guns are getting Papa Gun's going to turn on the acclaimed here, and yeah. we're going to have Gun's new tag ships next week. Um, I think it's next week. I don't like it. I don't like I, it a damn bit. I don't either. I don't, I don't either. No, what else I didn't like? Takeshka against Brian Cage. You know how a couple weeks ago we said, man, Takeshka's got to get some wins because he just loses to people and then 
Yeah. Great. He beat Brian Cage. Again, Brian Cage is the new Lance Archer this month. He's a new Lance Archer, but man, we talked about this a couple months ago. Nothing Brian Cage does excites me anymore. Yeah. And Takeshita should have brought out, I thought, the best. But it again, it just seemed like we're phoning it in. They just whatever. Yeah. I'm not. As soon as I saw this, I thought Takeshita was getting oh, his first without win. Without a doubt. Was getting yeah. a Because I'm like, there's no way they're going to give it to Brian Cage. No, why would you? Exactly. Uh, not a great AEW, by the way. Just throwing that. No, out. it was yeah. not. Honestly, between that, the first match and the main event, I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. See, and we're going right into the next match. Well, that, no, I want to. You talked about this promo. The elite calling out. Yeah. Fucking top flight and AJ Fox. Or oh yeah. They are. You said this, and you're like, that's what is going to happen. I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. We're getting shit before that's going to happen, though. We're getting Ethan Hardy and private party person. Why is Isaiah Cassidy whispering in people's ears? I, first of all, like, I, I, for some reason, it just never clicked that he does this to every goddamn opponent that he has. Yeah. And now he's whispering in the Kenny Omega's ears. Why is this a thing? And also, I'm supposed to believe this team's going to actually beat the elite. Right. <sighs> But yeah, or top flight's gonna beat, or top flight AR Fox are gonna beat the elite. No, next week's just gonna be a fly, a fucking spectacle in the air. I'm going to hate it. I am going. I'm sure it's gonna be like, I don't want to talk about this. Isn't that amazing though? And I'm not calling you out, but isn't it amazing how AEW just does matches that are just flippy, just flying all over the fucking place with no rhyme or reason. But we look at WWE and we look at the Logan Paul ricochet spot where it was just two guys fucking flying at each other. And we're like, because it's a one off thing. Yeah. And then we say to us, we go, I'll watch that at WrestleMania. And my point is, that's because it's a one off and it's not supposed to go anywhere. It's not supposed to be believable. It's just two guys just fucking doing it to just do it at that point and just be stupid fucks just fucking laying at each other. But when I look at the elite AR Fox and top flight, I'm supposed to believe that's a full like it's it's for the t- you know what I mean? It tell yeah. it's supposed to tell a story and that's not what it's going to be. It's just going to be over the top, not for good reason. I'm all right. Over the top Bucks and Lucha Brothers. They can yeah. they can jump from Erie to Ridgeway to the Pacific Northwest because it's coherent. Right. Like it makes sense. Next week is not, listen, in years, if you want me to eat crow and you're going to say Top Flight is going to be the new Young Bucks and AR Fox, maybe the Kenny Omega, and we need to get there. They're not there yet. And we've seen these before. When was it? Two weeks ago when it was the Young Bucks against Top Flight, it just was too much. It's too much. It's ricochet. Doing a fucking cartwheel to put a head scissors Lock on. on to th- no! That's what next week's going to be for me. Yeah. I'm already pissed. Poking the bear again. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Danielson and, Danielson and Thatcher. Don't get me wrong. Technical match. 
technical, crazy, great match. It didn't do it for me, though. I Why? We've seen Thatcher, Champa, Danielson did it. We, we knew this was the match we were going to get. Why aren't we saying this was the match to the week? And this is where I came off saying that everything between the main event and the first match just kind of fell flat for me. I was very disappointed in this match. But the reason why is we knew the outcome. Yeah, exactly. If this would have been like Daniel's... It was a bad run-in from MJF, by the way. It was a very bad run-in. And a worse run-in by Takeshka. Exactly. Nothing in this match was screaming great or anything like that. I wanted more out of Thatcher. I think Thatcher would be a great player to be a crazy submission specialist in here. And I would love to see them run it back, but not in the terms of this storyline, in this MJF Danielson storyline. Also, I don't know why I did not know this, but the fact that Thatcher is not English is really blowing my mind this week. He's from Sacramento. Did not know that. I thought he was from England. The man just screamed. NXT, NXT really sold that. I yeah I fuck I thought he was from England. Just I did too. I he just looks you. and there's nothing wrong with this, but he looks English. Right. He just looks pissed off. He wrestles the English style, and I'm just like, this man's fucking English. And then they go, he's from Sacramento, California. I'm like, the fuck he's he a is, man? What the fuck he like is? Fucking Mitch Richmond. He's not fucking voting for Mike Bibby to fucking play point guard over here. All right, come on, guys. The fuck? Great references there, by the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> and now we're getting Roosh Danielson. This is somebody that I didn't want to be tarnished. Like I love Roosh, and he is a motherfucker that wears horns and runs through people, and like, why can't Roosh be that motherfucker on AEW television? Like he might be on Dark with indie talent in that but when it comes to dynamite in that i don't think i've ever seen him win one match on dynamite or rampage and he's not gonna next week no he's not (sighs) are we are we now not wanting danielson mjf because of everybody because listen danielson is just i'm not saying destroyed people but we want more from thatcher we're 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 going to want more from roosh Maybe the first two of Brian Cage, and, well, Takeshka, we we thought. And who was the other one? There was one more, right? Yeah, there was one more. I can't think yeah, of him right now. Yeah, we're like, yeah. no. Here's the problem. Here's where I think the problem lies with us. We had Danielson on such a high pedestal that no matter what menial labor they put MJ put him through, they were never going to amass what needed to, to reach that pedestal that Danielson right. was on. And they could trot out any fucking buddy. They Fox could trot out Fox John Fox. fucking Cena right. at this point, and we'd be like, I don't believe it if Cena loses. I'd be like, well, that was fucking great, but whatever. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, we just have him on such a high pedestal that nobody that he runs through is going to be able to make us believe that he's going to lose before the MJF thing. And I think that's the key of these labors do not fucking work. They they finally reached that point where they're not going to work anymore. People shouldn't. Right. They just passed that point. I think they reached the the climax was with 
uh, Wardlow. After Wardlow. After Wardlow. Cody destroyed him. Wardlow double destroyed, destroyed him. him. Okay, we're done. Jericho went through the ringer with that too. It's done. It's over with. Leave the labors behind. We don't need to have people jump through hoops because it's just never going to end well for them. But. I, I agree. I Nothing else. Yeah. Red and Jade. Good match. I liked it. It was good. Never thought Jade was going to win. We we, do, we don't. We still don't know who it's going to be. Statlander's name came up again today when I was reading stuff. Yep. That's, I still, still think, is a ways away from being coming back. Um, We're going to revisit Red against Jade, though, because she got a three count on her. Just mm-hmm. no around. So yep. it will come back. But, yeah, I don't It did what it needed to do. It got her the 50th win. It's now, where do we put Jade at? Who's who's going to face her at Revolution? Give her 51. Is it Sheeta? Is it, what is it? What are we looking at? It's probably not Sheeta because she's gone somewhere deep somewhere. But I don't know. I, it did, it did what it needed to do. I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to shit on this match because it did what it needed to do. Jade's at 50. Congrats at Jade. I think at some point she has to face Sheeta. And I think at some point she has to face, I think Statlander's the one to do it, but I don't know whenever Statlander's coming back. So I don't think it's anytime soon, that's for sure. Darby against Joe. <laughs> the anti title on the line. Now we knew. We I had a feeling. This was for Darby to take the title over to be with Muda and to be linked together for AEW. That's why he had it for four weeks, defended it 75 times yeah. in every show possible anywhere in the world. So they could say Darby Allen's a AEW champion when he was in Japan to, to wrestle with Muda and Sting. Yeah. Okay. I'll come to that. Fine and dandy. So why back the Joe? Well, we'll get to that as well. A fucking tack jacket. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> he's trying to kill himself again. Like the last, what was it? Three, four weeks. We're like, this is the Darby. This is where this yep. is the Darby we're looking for. And then we get this where he doesn't need to be a pillar anymore. <laughs> He's done because he's just trying to commit wrestling suicide. Like, do you know what? He saw KO get bashed into the stairs on Sunday and said, I'm fucking topping that. Yeah. That's where it was like a game of dare. So imagine my Kimberly asked me on Wednesday night. Oh, how's the main event? What's the main event match? Well, I said it's a no hole barred for the TNT title. And. Alan came out in a sweater full of thumbtacks. He goes, WTF, what the fuck do you mean a thumbtack sweater? So I had to explain to her, that's what it is. It's no rules. And she's like, Jesus fucking Christ. That was where my head went when he was trying to kill himself again. And ragdoll around the whole thing was, dude, we had so many good matches with you. Why do we need the sacrifices? Why do we need this? I I just, I, I don't know. And then, 
the ring crew didn't do any favors for him. Yeah. Holy Christ, they double zip tied shit. Like I think, like most of the ring should have been exposed because they didn't. If anybody hit the wood, Joe hit the wood. Yeah, Darby didn't hit any hit wood. wood. Maybe his feet. I understood what they're trying to do. I yeah. did. I really did. But then we really didn't get the payoff of this match because shit ran long and AEW has been running long the last couple of weeks. It happened on Rampage. Yep. It happened big. You have the returning Wardlow beating up everybody from Indiana Wrestling and OVW getting ready to send somebody through tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. And does he ever do it? We don't know because things ended. Yeah. Now we know he did it because people yeah. posted it online. But I'm just saying, if you don't go online, you're like, oh, did he just set him down or what? Yeah. Is it just over? It's There's no concept of time constraints here at there all. There really isn't. It's like they, they think they have tighten. the. They yeah. really need to tighten up. They've lost track of that tighten up period. It's gotten really loose because they were able to get extra time here and there from TNT and TBS, but now they're just like uh-huh. basketball season. They're yeah, not a, going to, you know, there's there's usually a Friday night game, right? Yep, there usually is. Yeah. Why the fuck are we at a racetrack? Oh Jesus God. <laughs> I love when you're ahead of me and I have no idea what's going on. Fucking said racetrack, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought McAfee would have been on the desk since he came back. Yeah. And and from costing your dad a Royal Rumble spot, now you're going to hang out. By the way, I forgot that New Day's NXT Tag Team Champions. By the way, Jesus Lord. Um, Okay. Yeah. Too, didn't you? I did too. Uh, I, yeah, I'm so, oh god. We're from beating your dad and taking his Royal Rumble spot. Now you're NASCAR driving to see who the fastest Mysterio is. And I don't know. Listen, my sound's not on, but this is what I'm taking. Who's the fastest Mysterio in the world now? So in the focus, I I guess I like that they're doing a legend versus new blood type thing here. Because if you know anything about NASCAR, you got Waltrip and Boyer right. versus Ross Chastain or whatever that guy's last name is. And New Day and Ray, I, you guys probably have watched it SmackDown by now, but. No. I don't get this. I, I don't know how they put a fucking track in the LA Coliseum, though. That's pretty cool. I know they did that a couple years ago, but or they've been doing that, but. I, I don't think it's. Like the Poconos or Bristol or anything. It's not a. It's going to be an actual race at some point. Oh. It's a NASCAR race. I just don't know when. I think it's this weekend. Not them whatsoever, by the way. No, God <laughs> fucking no. This is the that stupidest. Like this is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever seen. They might be in the car, but they definitely ain't driving. They're not even in the car. 
There's no way. This well, I'm behind you, so I get showing that is Ray Mysterio is Ray Mysterio. This guy's head almost touches the roof. When Ray was in the car, <laughs> he couldn't see over the steering wheel. Well, you're ahead of me, so I haven't even seen. Okay, there's that shot. They're literally about to start for me. Oh, Jesus. Be prepared. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, fuck that. That is not happening. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, Finn, Finn Balor likes the same hat that Jake Hager wears, too. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy AEW's crossed over in that regard. <laughs> I'm done. What well, I'm done. <laughs> you thought the rumble went well. WWE this was on the right track. Fucking poke the bear anymore. Now we're fucking racing bullshit cars. You think things ain't even going fast? They're maybe going thirty miles an hour. That is the worst segment this week. My segment is over, so. Hey, Ray won. Anyways. <laughs> what do you got going on this week? I'm back to basketball, and I got cool stuff happening. You got basketball. Uh, this week, It's I don't think I have much going on this week. Oh, I my trivia team is now the reigning, defending, undisputed Trivia champions of the world, so we'll be defending the titles Tuesday night for that coming up here. But uh, yeah, so despite Dan Mucci's non-help, non-existent help during that whole thing, couldn't speak, couldn't do math, but we carried him along for victory anyways. But we're going to be defending those titles. Instead of that, I got nothing else going on during nights or all that. So Yep, that that's about it. Hey, by the way, I, I forgot to mention this Wednesday, Zach Ramsey's. Um, coming on the old spotlight. Do you know what a miasma is? Do I know what your asthma is? No, my asthma. I said your asthma. Not, my it's asthma. Not my asthma. Not, not. I don't have asthma. But <laughs> okay, Ramsey's is the miasma. I don't know what that is. Then I have to pay attention on Wednesday. Definitely fight. does. I thought you were setting me up for a fucking joke here. And then no, there's no. He is the miasma. Oh, fair enough. So, I'm definitely gonna have to listen this week. That's the way I start the show. I'm like, what the fuck is the my? And I, I blatantly ask him. I, I, I had maybe one or two prior to interviewing Zach. So the first thing I said because I truckered him right off the bat. I'm like. What the fuck is a miasma? <laughs> oh, thanks for having me on Can Crushers. Thanks for doing your homework. Glad we're, glad we're off to a fast start here. <laughs> End up being a great podcast. Um, and he has a YouTube series coming out, essentially explaining a lot about miasma. Not my asthma or your asthma. Your his asthma. asthma. <laughs> Fair enough. I can't wait to hear Remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. You're a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. Remember, tell your loved ones you love them. Make sure you tell them you love them, cherish them, and you're there for them. Spend time with them, too, guys. 